Hey, church fam, welcome to the No Man's Land podcast. I am Travis Pauly. This episode, we get to know my friend, Jason Wade. Jay Wade, I've known for several years now, uh, but I learned a lot about his story of coming to Christ and how his faith has meant more and more to him throughout his life uh, on this episode. Jason is a fascinating dude, and I'm not going to get any more in the way of this episode with the intro, so enjoy this conversation. I will see you next episode. Showbiz. That's right. Well, do we need to test the mics? No, I think we're good to go. This one seems a little off kilter because I'm looking. I can't you can, see you. You can. Yeah, I know. We kind of have to fake that we can. That we can see. Will this each work? Other. Yeah. Will that be loud? Like, will I need to? No, that'll bring be mine in. Yeah, we should bring yours in. <laughs> Just so we have it from two different mention, angles. Are you going to mention it? I think you should show because you're, not, the, because you're the first guest that has brought his own mic. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think that's that that is definitely. Is that going to be a bothersome to people? Or? I don't think so. If that's we have good. it up there in the corner, I like that. Like we'll just put it right. Yeah, we just don't want to block you for the thumbnail. Oh, they block. Is that block me? I don't think so. You don't. Like, we'll have the mic in the thumbnail. That'll be good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I brought my own mic. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> You did. Now, why is this? <clears throat> it's got a Let me make some adjustments here. before Please. we start. Oh, of course, of course. Oh man, I'm already getting. I know, dude. Is it the is it the is it the lights? Is that what it is? I think it's probably a little. Oh, I see what's going. Okay, we got. I'll fix this for you. Don't yeah, worry. Please. Now, is that going to catch? <clears throat> yeah. I feel. I know you went. You've got the you've got the the bright blue shoes on. Adidas is really the way to go, huh? Well, I think it is. Yeah, no, I agree. These are Adidas. They're more but subtle you're not Adidas. Wearing that three, 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 oh, you're wearing the purple. Yeah, you're wearing the Stan Smith. Yeah. <laughs> they have this weird like they have confetti. I saw that in the bottom. Isn't that, that weird? It's it's a bold move, but it for is. somebody with no kids, I mean, you can pull it off. I can pull off confetti in my shoes. Yeah. I'll put make like we have like it's the Tonight Show. Yeah. No, you know I like saying? it. I'm gonna put mine there as well. We've got the matching uh, wayfarers. Like now, how that. does that look if I do this? Like if you're, you know, because the camera's obviously somewhere here. Yeah, just above the exit sign. So if you want to play to the audience, it that's, that's right where there? they're at. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> What'd you have for lunch? I didn't even have lunch. Man. I had uh, coffee. <clears throat> I should have came sooner. I was busy uh, yelling at people. Yeah, all day. I didn't have time pretty much all day. Yeah. Start, I start with myself <laughs> first. Well, that's good. I, I, like say, the, I say it's a fair trade if I you start know. with yourself. <laughs> Does this need to be like, I want you to be guys. I'm pretty loud though. So no, this I, think, be, I think that's going to be the perfect distance. Do you like? And then it gives you room to roam. You know. Yeah, and then we've got that one up top. You know, a nice, this is a real mic, a nice, by the way. A nice boom mic. And look, it's a Proline stand. Yeah, this is what we're going to use for my other gig, which is to uh, do Hall and Oates oh, cover yeah. songs. You're going to be a Hall and Oates cover band. I would just let me guess. You're just going to be Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to dub. You know, Oates was really the power part of that duo, right? Yeah. 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 Mm. But Hall, John Hall came in and... You know, or, or Will Smith is something, somebody I don't listen to a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a triple threat. Yeah. 
He's a he double is. threat. I don't know that he can dance, but he can act and sing, apparently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you see uh, him in Aladdin in the recent years? Did he dance in that? He danced a little you bit. You sure you're not talking Robin Williams or something? Well, he did the Robin Williams role. Okay. Which was a bold move, but... Mm-mm-mm. But, uh, and speaking of bold moves... Are we, uh... Are we uh, live yet? We're live. Are We're we? Live. Yeah, they're, 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 they're listening in on our, uh, our preamble. Mm. But I wanted to ask you. Oh, wait, that's too hot. It's too, it's too hot. That's too soon. We're going into. I didn't fast. know. I didn't know that we were warming up. <laughs> well, we're we're in the house of the Lord, and I wanted to ask you okay. about about how you came to Christ. You're trying to speed this along, aren't you? Not at all. <laughs> you know that no, this could go. Long. I don't know if you've seen any of the episodes out yet. They tend to be pretty long. We yeah. can stop this whenever we want. But well, there. What I was going to suggest to you. Yeah. Is that this probably with me will need to be like a two part series no i get that yeah, yeah. so don't I be did, afraid to do the that. one i did with my dad last was two and a half hours which was it's it's a long time maybe maybe if i have a long car ride yeah <laughs> we can if you're go, if you're headed to abilene you might have time well, to do it well, there and back yeah. yeah seriously well let me ask you a question yeah did you by interview i think that's a bold move to interview your dad and it was yeah i would wish that i could have had that opportunity but yeah like I never would have occurred to me, but did you learn anything about him that you didn't know that surprised you? Well, it's funny. I do a, a minimal amount of planning for these conversations, and so I don't always know where it's going to go, which is what's so exciting about it. Um, but we ended up talking a lot about his dad a lot of the ah, time. Ah, your grandpa. Yeah. So we ended up talking a lot about how his dad influenced him and how we've seen that influence passed down to me and my brother and yeah. my, my sisters. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, no, but please. Melanie, I just occurred to me that she wanted me to text her when we were going to begin. And, and no, it's you, always smart. I, I'm a man of my word. Yeah. There we go. There we are. See, that wasn't so bad. Well, <clears throat> so now that the warm-up's over, yeah. I feel like we should stretch. And then um, I will start at the beginning. Please. But I think we should start at the end to get to the beginning. Well, that's the way to do it. And through flashbacks yeah. and a series of... And listen, yeah. do you have, I mean, is it like everybody starts off with that question or can we? Can I start with where I am now and work backwards? I thought of that question for you because I don't, I don't necessarily know the story. Yeah. And I know you pretty well. Well, I'm going to get to that. Okay. I'm going to get to that. Yeah. We can start at the end. What I'd like you to ask me is like, what, what are you doing right now? Yeah. So what, what kind of <laughs> projects do you have going on right now, Jay Wade? Um, well... You know, I'm raising a 14-year-old. That's right. You know, big strapping guy. He's a big kid. You know, COVID happened, and all of a sudden I saw <laughs> he, him, and it was like, well, you know, he, he eats everybody. a lot. Yeah, and he sleeps yeah, a lot. That's right. And you know, I'm not a single dad per mm-hmm. se, but like I'm doing a lot of the raising with Justin. <laughs> and you know, a man should, if you're going to be the spiritual leader of your home, I think it starts with yeah. the discipline. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts with, um, you know, raising the kids. That's right. Taking an active role. And I do. I honestly try to. Yeah. I've had two other kids. I don't know if you can tell by, but I've had, I've had, we have three kids and, um, you've got one in college. I've got one in college. Yeah. Um, that's the middle one. Her name's Haley and she was home this weekend. That's Super nice. Super beautiful, big heart, just loves everybody. And she brought friends home with her that we haven't met before and, really ate us out of house and home and nice. stayed up late and it was fun it was super fun um would i do it again this weekend no no yeah i wouldn't no i think that's a once every couple of weekends yeah. type of year type that's year. right you got to go three three off one on oh, yeah. at least 
And then we have Justin at home. He's 14. He's an eighth grader. That's right. Um, Justin spends a lot of time, like, drinking Dr. Peppers. and Sure. You know, he's taken on that role of he really enjoys being home by himself now that yeah. the other two kids are gone. I was that way when I was that Remember? age. Oh, yeah. Isn't it nice? Yeah. He likes his quiet time. He likes his stuff. He likes his space. So he spends a lot of time sort of trying to be upstairs. Yeah. And we spend a lot of time coming up with ways to keep him, you know, down with us. Right. So then, and then, of course, we have um, Austin, who's our oldest. That's and right. He, 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 he's married. He and Sydney just bought a house together. That's awesome. Um, and they're by by themselves in McKinney. Yep. So they were renting in downtown McKinney just off the square, and then now they bought their own house, which That's we're awesome. very proud of them. And in fact, they're moving this weekend. Very I better cool. keep a low profile yeah. now that I think about it. You want to keep your truck as far from mm. McKinney. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that keeps us busy, that keeps us active. And then, you know, I do a lot of like stuff like, rebuilding like I'm in the middle of rebuild stuff I didn't intend to do like I'm in the middle of rebuilding my grandfather's 1968 Yamaha motorcycle because my uncle called me one day and said after he had passed away and said I'm never going to get to it probably or do it or have the you know know know-how anyway it's like I would love to have you come get it and start on it yeah and um I'll post some pictures for you is the audience right there yeah we can just flash them right here in between are they here are they here they're here okay yeah I'll post some pictures for you guys when I get home, but I have some, like maybe to my Instagram, which is um, jwade1972. Hit me up on the Instagram, jwade1972. Mm-hmm. You can find and, him through uh, my Instagram because I am a sponsor of jwade72. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and tell him yours. I'm a, I am Travis Polly on Instagram. Yeah. So you can follow us. Hit him again. Yeah. Hit him again. That's at I am Travis Polly, and I am both the Barrett B sponsor and a jwade1972 sponsor. Again, J. Wade, 1972. That's right. No space, no dash. And we'll put that up at the margins here yeah, at the bottom. Them, or here. Yeah, we, yeah, it might even work better <laughs> up there. Well, the way, <clears throat> so family's important. That's what I'm driving at. Yeah. And like, it's been everything to me. Melanie and I got married. Don't you want to know like my story first? I like my story story? Yeah. I know that you've been like curious, but like you've never really wanted to probe or ask. Well, yeah, I, get, I feel that I've from always you, I get bits and pieces and then I get to try to piece them together yeah in the, and in it's like it's hours. like the worst quilt that you've ever seen <laughs> it won't well it's a good quilt it's just not one i'd want to have on like it's, a it's, bedside it, it, it'll keep you warm yeah but it's not a good looking quilt right <laughs> oh you look okay no no I'm, I'm i'm taking your lead i mean it's true but it's true it's know like, the quilt better than you um i'd say like is this too much is this yeah i'm gonna be i'm kind of fidgety okay, on these I, things so I'd say like, um, so Melanie and I, um, so I grew up in Minnesota, but I'm actually from McKinney first. Really? Yeah. That's right. I bet the, you well, didn't Wades, know that about me. Well, I know that the Wades are, uh, have, very have pro- long, long settled the Collin County area. Very prominent in the yes. Collin County yes. with the tilling of the soil. Yes. Very prominent That's tilling right. of the soil. And so actually it's funny. <clears throat> All joking aside, we, we don't have time for this probably, but like even so like my, my paternal side on my, my grandfather and actually my grandmother's side, the Bolins, you can look this up people, Bolin, B-O-L-I-N, is still a school, you know, still a plot of land that really? we donated in Allen right over here is not that far. Wow. And I'm, um, I'm like really proud of it because they're just good, like good salt of the earth family that came here just, you know, and, and got involved in the community probably about like 
mm, mid 1850s. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, probably like 1850s. And they came from Kentucky and originally before that, um, Virginia and before that, you know, England. Oh, wow. You know, so yeah. Have you, you've, you've got this tracked. Have you done this? Well, you know, I do. I think as you, you don't know this yet because you don't, right. you're not, in the, you'll, you, but you'll start to like, you start losing people. Yeah. And then you start to go, I'm going to, I'm curious. You, you start looking back. History. And so you start to look at your lineage and find yeah. out, especially if you ever come to like a, like I had have at some point in my life come to a, like a small crisis, not crisis. Yeah, sure. Cr- crisis crossroads mm-hmm. of who I am really. And where do I come from? Really? Mm-hmm. Which I had a really good reminder, which it's all good and all fixed now. But like, then you, it makes you want to dig back deeper into your, like, who are the people that I come from? Right. And what kind of people were they? And so, yeah, I mean, they just, they just came here and just started settling the land and farming and farming and farming. And then uh, growth came from Dallas. Yeah. And, and so, um, but you know, I don't know how we got on that topic. What were, what were we talking well, about? We were talking about how family is so important. Family is important. Yeah. And, but I'm thinking more along the lines when I said that though, Melanie's family, mm-hmm. Melanie's family, because I grew up in Minnesota. That's where it was. And then I'm, I, I was, my dad's job. He was a postal mail carrier in McKinney. Mm-hmm. He, we moved because of his job. He took a test, a civil servants exam. And he did really well on it in the late, mid to late 70s. Mm-hmm. And it was for computer software programming. Really? Yeah. And he was carrying the mail. Like, literally, like, go to McKinney, you know, at the McKinney Post, and then you go with the basket, and you walk your route. And right. So my dad was doing that when I was just like a, just like an infant. And we were living in Frisco, and um, I think, like, maybe, like, in one of my family's old farmhouses or something, and... Um, my dad took this civil servants exam and did really good, like as far as the aptitude on what they were looking for. Yeah. And so him and like five other people from Dallas got offered a position that changed our like lives because we moved. And, and what it was though is here's the catch. There's always a catch. Mm-hmm. We they were starting a dad like a postal center, like like programming center, and one of the places was Minneapolis St. Paul. Yeah. And so we took the my mom and dad apparently you know, made the decision to do that and take the job because it was probably way more money than they had ever thought that they had, you know, at age 22 and yeah. 21. And so we moved up there for like 18 years. Wow. And so I didn't, and so we'd always come and visit family here. It sort of always felt like home, but I almost like, it's sort of a, a kind of a sort of weird because when I'd go back to Minnesota, I had all my first school friends there and I played hockey and had all the sports. And, yeah. and, and, and so anyway, after my first year of college, I moved back. Mm-hmm. And that's a funny story because the, the reason that happened was after my first year of college, I told my mom and dad, I, I invited him to lunch at Red Lobster. Well, okay. Nat- naturally. <laughs> I invited him to lunch at Red Lobster. Yeah. I remembered it. I like, I remember it so vividly. Uh, and uh, I sat him down and we were eating, like just finishing up, you know, the last of the Cheddar Bay biscuits. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was the second round of biscuits. And they knew, yeah, yeah. probably was for sure. <laughs> And they, this, this would be unusual for me to do this, but so they were kind of on edge, like wondering what it was that, now remember I'm oh, 18. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. If an 18 year old invites right. his parents to Red Lobster. And like, they're going to have to pay because I don't have everything, you know, I don't, yeah, right. I don't have the money, but I invited them to <laughs> Red Lobster anyway. Yeah. Anyway, and I told them, hey, um, I'm going to quit, I'm going to quit college. Mm-hmm. And this is the, sounding like a familiar conversation yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to quit. It probably <laughs> does. 
I'm going to quit college, and the the look on their faces, of course, to, and I'm sure that they they stop chewing and everything. Right. You know, yeah. my dad. I remember my dad's mouth was just a little bit like I was like, Dad, close yeah. close the, and um, because I was on the hockey team there, and like I had a scholar partial scholarship, and like right. things were just going really well, and um, but and additionally, I shocked them with, um, I'm going to be moving with three two or three friends. We're going to move to Colorado. Oh. And I'm going to snowboard and teach skiing and stuff. And then in the summer, I'm just going to mountain bike around with these dudes. Oh, wow. You in had Colorado. A way and I'm going to, and we already had jobs lined up at a restaurant. And, and nice. I think it was going to be like around Winter Park. Oh, nice. Colorado. And so I'd never been there before in my life, but one of the, one of the friends had his uncle had a cabin or something there. I don't even awesome. know what we were doing. And immediately, this was so great of my mom and dad. Immediately they said, um, Okay, what are you gonna do for a car and for 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 insurance? Because mm-hmm. you don't own a car or anything like that. Right. And what are you gonna do for money? And what are you gonna do about these school loans that you've incurred half a you know half a non scholarship on this first year? Right. At a private school. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And you know all this stuff, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm typical. Like the more questions they asked, the more frustrated I got. And right. I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah. And so there was like these three days of brooding and not talking and like short answers. And, and then here's the God moment. I know, I know this now for sure because I was searching for something. Um, my grandmother had, had, had purchased a piece of property in Anna, which is just North of McKinney. That's right. And she was always, you know, asking my mom and dad to move back, you know, and like, what's holding you there and blah, blah, blah. I'd love for you guys to come back. You know, I'm getting, oh, everybody's getting older, da, da, da. Right. And the winters were getting tougher and tougher. You know that being from Michigan. Oh, yeah. From the UP. I tell people from your, you're from the UP, but right. I, know, I know that's not it's true. It's a little southern. I know south it's, of that, pretty, yeah. it's pretty like residential I, where I you guys are from. You've probably been up to the UP. No, I never have. You never have. Never have, never have. Chopped a lot of wood, though, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to the UP. Anyway, my grandmother calls and says, I bought, I, 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 I bought this ranch. Um, I think it was like some land deal, like a 1031 exchange, like a tax, you know, like, but it was like 250 acres and like, and I don't mean to make it sound small because it's not something that my family would do like very commonly. It's like, but it was, it was farmland, yeah. you know. And so um, that was sort of like our family business at that time. And she said, kind of dangled, like, would my dad and mom like to live there, you know, come live it and run it and come back sort of to this area. And this is where my mom's family's from too, my mom's mom and dad. Anyway, long story short, they said that they would start wrapping things up, but it was gonna take a year. And I said, Eureka. I said, I tell you what I'll do. I'll move in with my grandmother for a year and drive back and forth to the ranch, get it ready, paint some fence, cut right. some wood, go to college, believe it or not, oh, go to wow. college. At, um, back then it was just, there was a calling college at uh, Spring Creek, which is in Plano, and one right. in McKinney. But I went to Spring Creek every day, and I, I went through my whole year, and I lived with my grandmother. It was a great year, actually. She's a great cook. She fries everything, chicken, fried steak, mm. fried okra. Oh, man. And, but it was like a perfect God thing, because like my grandmother... And I spent that year together, and it was like a really, really just like a really great time. But also, I met Melanie. Oh wow! Like yeah. the very like, she was best friends with my cousin Cherie, and Melanie was starting. Let me think about this. Her senior year of high school. So I had moved down like right about you know this time of the year. Right. Melanie was starting her senior year of high school, 
And I was totally removed from that because, like, you know, you know what, senior year of high school, Melanie's a cheerleader, and, you know, like, just in the band and school, right. and you're excited because it's your senior year. But I was, like, going into my second year of com at community college and locally working, and stuff. You're chopping but, wood? Yeah, I'm chopping wood. I'm painting fences. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, just doing that thing. And um, I still remember it. Like, I, um, this may be sounding a little bit cheesy for you folks at home, but I remember that I was standing, I remember exactly where I was standing. It was out here on the tollway, which we've since sold that land, but I'll take you there sometime and we can stand there. Yes. Um, but I was looking across to like, I was looking across sort of my grandmother's gravel driveway and um, I heard some crunching of the gravel and I, I saw, I looked over and I saw a um, baby blue Chevy Cavalier. Oh wow. Okay, four yeah. door, baby, like Easter egg blue Chevy Cavalier. Yeah. And my cousin, I think, drove like she. she I think she had a Camaro that was about the color of the of the chairs in here, mm -hmm. and she was behind her. Nice and like they room. were coming to see my grandmother for something, and um, I heard the. I so I look, and then when I heard the door open to the Cavalier, I looked, and there's this beautiful, super cute blonde girl standing there, and just like talking to sure I don't think they saw me I was sort of spying type now at this sure. point you know I'm like hiding and spying right. behind like you know like a grain tank or something yeah. and like I thought hmm hmm that's that I'm gonna go on in and get me a glass of tea mm -hmm. go get me a glass of sweet tea it's hot out here mm -hmm. and from the rest is history that's right the rest but I can still see it to this day now it was about this kids. time of year like September-ish yeah. and um but it was like that whole year was beautiful because like I've spent that time with my grandmother who I never would have dreamed. Like we used to watch, this is so funny, but like what now this would have been like, just to give you guys an idea, this would have been like not the, like 1992. Okay. okay. Yeah. And my grandmother, I mean, remember like I'm just a complete, um, probably like, I don't know, normal teenager, but like we would watch, um, now I had just come from the year before living in a dorm with all hockey dudes and sports dudes. So That's we right. would watch, I guess too much prequel, but we would watch MTV's uh, uh, like this dating show with Jenny McCarthy. I just oh, can't yeah. even remember the name Singled of it. Singled Out. Was it really? I think it might I have think, been. I think, okay. And there was a dude on there Chris too. Chris Hardwick. Wow. Yeah. I, I have a weird You're a strange cat, man. Knowledge. You're a real strange cat. Um, because what year were you born? 94. <laughs> you weren't even born when I was, but my point of the I story was. I majored in obscure entertainment Okay, knowledge. that's I know, yeah. too bad we can't monetize that. I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just remember like by the time the year was up, like my grandma, my grandmother at night never was idle, like a lot of your grandmothers probably. She was always on the couch, like if she was on the couch watching her, her stories. Right, that that's had, what I said. That she had videotaped or whatever, her, yeah. you know, so she could fast through, you know. She was always doing something, quilting right. or snapping peas or whatever. And like I would walk, go in there, and I would be in there. Only one TV in the house. I would be in there, like watching Singled Out. And I, by the end of the year, I got my grandmother, and she was so into it. And she was the wow. biggest. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> she was like, she was like, "We're gonna watch We On for Singled Out tonight. Is that yeah. on?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh That's yeah." That's the greatest. You oh, got yeah. your grandma into MTV, dude. I got my. It wow. was so strange because if you knew her, her name was Pansy, and she just, I mean. Great lady, great cook, yeah. Typical grandma quilting and all that, yeah. but she was really into singled out. Wow, really into it. Not the demographic you they were probably thinking they appealed <laughs> no. to. Yeah. No, but you know that year was good too because like, 
I would come home from from school, and I'd usually be done like you know you know it's not it's you're not hitting it a real hard stroke in college. You know that right, Trav? You're not hitting it yeah. a hard stroke. You'd be done about like <laughs> some days you'd be done at noon, right? Right. I come home and she would cook lunch for me every day. Yeah. And we would watch. I just remember this. Uh, we would watch um, Hogan's Heroes. Oh yeah. And then we'd watch. Like, I see nothing. Then, I hear yep, nothing. Then we'd yeah. watch the news. You know, like the afternoon, like the yeah. noon news or something, and. Um, it was just a good time, and I got close to her. And but, but the point of the story was, that's how I met for you know Melanie. That's, that's right. like that's how, how I really began. got to know her. Yeah. And so, then I started going over to her house, and I met her mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Our very first date didn't really go that good. It was really awkward. I pull up, and I I went to her door, of course, and I knock on the door, and I thought that I heard somebody inside yell, "Come in." Oh, I no. thought I heard somebody yell, come in. I did hear yelling, no doubt about that, right. like her sisters or something. Yeah. And <laughs> so I don't know. It's like the culture difference, like being from Minnesota, just in the te- right. And I just like, I don't know what I was thinking. I just stupid kid. But I opened the door and just popped right into the foyer and was like, um, I don't think her dad, I don't think Charles saw me right away. Like he... I remember this very vividly. He had his feet up in his lazy boy, and, and it was no doubt he had worked all day. Yeah. And um, he was reading a Super Chevy magazine. Mm-hmm. It said, I remember just the big bubblegum letters across Super Chevy, and he had a ton of them, you know, because even if he wasn't working on cars, he was reading about cars. Right. And um, so he didn't see me right. And I, like, I, mu- I think I made a muffled <clears throat> something. Right. He, 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 have you ever seen a cat jump out of a <laughs> bathtub? Like, it was just, I have. he threw. The magazine pages ripped out, and um, I think he said something like when he got to it, because it was just me and him. Right. And oh, and man. and and because I he was sitting in the you know, and and he said, "Don't you knock?" Because oh, no. I had startled him, but he's such a good guy. It's like it was just like yeah. I can't. And I I literally went back outside and came back again. <laughs> I did. I went back outside. And I knocked and rang the doorbell and then yeah. came back and then Melanie came to the door and I oh, kind of explained. I don't think she knew what had happened until after we were on our date going down the road. And then I was like, right. And so that was our first time. But her mom and dad have been the best thing like, yeah, for my spiritual life because they took me to church a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up going to church when I was in Minnesota. Where were they going at that time? When uh, Charles, Melanie's mom and yeah. dad, they were going Main Street, Main Street, Main Street Church. Church of Christ in nice. Frisco. So have we gotten outside of the six degrees plus or minus? Not at all. You'll let me know, won't you? I think we're still hovering around okay, churchdom. Okay. Um, but I met, I, I just wanted to be with Melanie. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is the, I think this is the thing that preachers miss and, and just members of the church in general that we miss about um, how God works on our heart because the, some of the best some of the best ways that people come to an understanding of the gospel is because of their daughters. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be with Melanie twenty four seven. Yeah. And if she was going to church, you're going to like church. they were. I was. I want. I I do anything to spend an hour or two with her. Right. Even if we couldn't talk, or even if I could just sit next to her. And then on Wednesday night, hey, you going to church? And then it got to be, you going to church Wednesday? And I'd be like, I'll meet you there. Yeah. See, I got to spend time with her because we didn't have cell phones but either back then. But we, yeah. she, she, we could talk on the phone, I guess. But it would be like right. after she you know, had done all, she was busy. And it's like, like $40 an and hour. And it's $40 an hour. I mean, we can't use like, <laughs> you know. 
And um, if you wanted privacy and it was a home phone, then you had to stretch the cord real long. Oh, boy. You know? Yeah. And she had sis younger sisters. You better watch that other we line. And, and, and she had another line. And they'll pick up and her, her sister, Allison, would definitely do that. breathing just, in the, just, yeah. You can hear right. the click. You have to listen for the click to see. But that's the point, I think, is just like I, I wanted to be with her. And so a lot of the time that we spent together was like, I mean, not all of it, but a lot of the time we spent together was at church. And then it, what I didn't realize was happening was that I was getting the word. I was getting, right. you know, Bible By studies osmosis. and stories. Yeah. I was getting, like, it didn't have to be like Charles and Diane sitting me down at the table necessarily right. and, um, you know, preaching to me or going through the Bible week by week because right. I sort of was 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 by by way of wanting to be with their daughter who they had raised right yeah I was getting it through her mm. and watching and listening and and not really maybe even in um, with any intention if that makes sense it just right. kind of natural flow type deal yeah and I think we make and my point I guess is I'm wondering if sometimes we don't make it so um, and I'm a black and white guy, believe me. I love, I love a start and end, A to B. I, there's nothing that, that, yeah. that I like better than, than no, none of this when it comes to business. No gray area. Yeah. When it comes to thinking. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the gospel and when it comes to understanding what God, you know, like what, how God works in our lives and, 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 and how you might receive it as maybe a non believer or seeker. I was a, right. I believe, I believe I was a seeker. Right. And, and, um, it, I don't think it has to be, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down with you and we're going to go through this step by step because right. I don't think that, uh, maybe some older adults might like that, but like, I, I'm not sure that if for college age kids that that's the, that's maybe the best way to get them. Cause it's too, yeah. I don't know. It's just too much weird pressure. Like it just needs to happen yeah. organically. Do you think that's also something, uh, you know, about guys that we were maybe a little bit, if it comes directly at us, we're not going to, we're going to be a little bit more suspicious. It's going to feel a little bit more like an authority being imposed on us. Somehow. Yes. Yes. But the, but the process that you're describing, yeah, you know, one of the things that made me think of was you think about <clears throat> Jesus's apostles, they get, they're with him for three years and then he, they're still, you know, we still get glimpses of them at the crucifixion after the resurrection. They still don't get it. And then Jesus is like, it's okay. I'm going to send some, I'm going to send my spirit when I leave. I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you a guy and a helper. I would send that gonna, guy and I would send yeah. that guy to Thomas right off the bat. That's right. The very <laughs> he first needs dude it. that needs the, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> but he, you know, even then there was still a lot of work to do. There was still a lot of osmosis. Oh, for, for sure. The, the I, way. I, I think that we have it a lot as far as like our understanding. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad though, because like, we sometimes dismiss it as, as in, including myself, we dismiss it very easily, even though we have the most amazing right. facts and story right in front of us yeah. and know that we have the victory. And I'll give you one, I'll, I'll give you an example that always amazes me as, as a non, you know, growing up in the church kind of dude it is, and it's been years now, but like, and I'm not, this is, this is me too. I'm not, this isn't a, you know, darts at any, but I'll just give you an example that I've always found strange. The sing, when we sing, if you look out in the crowd, you could, your dad will tell you this. It's mm -hmm. like, hello, 
why aren't we so happy? Like, right. I mean, I know that they all, I, I, maybe it's the fact that we're just trying to harmonize so well that it's right. like we can't, we must follow, yeah. you know, we're looking at the notes, but like, and, and my brain can only do one thing at a time. Some, you know, maybe yeah. it's that, but I think a lot of it is like, you know, I think we probably just don't get outside of ourselves and enjoy, enjoy mm. the journey and enjoy the freedom that we have in Christ, right? Like, yeah. the, like the, the, we've already won the victory. What is it that we should really be worried or stressed about? Yeah. But we can say that verbally, but that's just not how we live. Right. And that's one of the things that I love going to like really poor countries and maybe even not visiting. Maybe I'm just there like passing through or vacation, but I like to notice um, I shouldn't play with that. I like to notice the, um, I like to notice how people live though. Like if you take right. one of those tours, I like to notice how the people live outside the resort. Yeah. Just because I just like to see, and you know, it's like, I think they're as happy as we are, if not happier mm-hmm. with less. I've come More to the simplicity. conclusion. In fact, I know they are. Yeah. And I don't think that, I don't think God requires, required us to have and need what we have to enjoy the fruits of what we're going to get. Yeah. And, and so I just think, you know, maybe sometimes we should think about those things and we put all this stress on, like we have to, uh, how are we going to evangelize people and how are we going to get them here? And I've even at some, I've even like way back in the early days when we were having a reason I bring this up, um, Mark had just brought this up Sunday about tent revivals. Remember those? Oh yeah. You probably don't, but I've never been to one, but yeah, I've, I've yeah, seen movies. Neither have I. I'm just trying to pretend like I have, but I've, um, but but I, I just revivals in general, just like let's say the church is going to have a three day deal. Right. right? And, 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 and going to have a special speaker come and it should be a time of excitement because you get to hear like a different perspective, a different, right. you know. Um, and so but it became harder and harder to fill the seats. Right. Like for mm-hmm. people to show up even on Wednesday night when we we're having it and, and including me. Like, I'm talking about me too, but I remember being a deacon at a smaller congregation and calling, being assigned the phone book, the, uh, wow. like, not, you know, like the cold local phone book, certain. And we just, and, and I remember us deacons cold calling people, which didn't work, by the way, right. at all. Um, and it may have gone, it, some people were like, why are you calling me? Like, maybe not happy, but um, we tried. My yeah. point is, we tried everything that we could do. Right. And it just, like, that's the, it just, I don't think the gospel is meant to be had like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know, but the way that I came to Christ was just by, through, with Melanie. And finally, like, there was no, there was no moment where her dad sat me down and said, if you want to marry her, my daughter, you, you're going to need to be, you know, baptized into Christ. Right. There wasn't any moment like that. He had a moment like that with, with, with Diane's dad. Really? Yeah. And I think that was very, I don't think that's very unusual, actually, from that maybe like baby boomer and older, like, you know, if you're not a member, because Charles wasn't a member of the church growing up, he was, he was brought up sort of going Methodist and, you know, I was sort of like unchurched slash seeker. I wasn't opposed. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, you always sort of had a, I always went with my grandmother when I was here. We always went as Baptist church and. I was never opposed. She didn't have to drag. I loved, I like going. I like going to vacation Bible school. I planned our summer, you know, the times we would come down here to stay with them during, yeah. you know, so I, one of the things I liked doing was VBS. Yeah. And, um, you know, rolling up the little newspaper around a pencil and stick, stick gluing it to the, I still have my, you know, pencil holder, you know, I, like I just, that. you get a snow cone at the end. I mean, you, with the other kids, you don't know, you get a, who doesn't want to do that? I mean, it was great. 
Um, and we didn't have a whole big production, but it was like, I didn't know any better. I, I, and if you don't know anything, it's like any story you get is like pretty amazing, if, especially yeah. if you're coming from, I, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that that's what happened. Yeah. Um, so I loved it. And I, so I was open. And so I, now I know that some people maybe are, have different stories and, and they're not open or they're more agnostic than I was, but Charles didn't ever set me down. I, in fact, we were married and I'll tell you, I mean, we were married and, and had Austin, and I was still going to the Baptist church occasionally, and she was going every Sunday, every Wednesday, when yeah. the doors were open to um, either church with her mom and dad in Frisco, to, you know, Church of Christ, or in McKinney yeah. somewhere, because we were living in Anna at the time. Right. Melanie, I, that's another thing. Can I tell you that? I don't care if, ladies, if you think that there, we are not watching or understanding, but I'm telling you that if I, for me, seeing Melanie go with Austin yeah. every time, all the time, and not wavering from it. Right. And I would even be like some Sundays, like, hey, you know, starting, I'd start in on her on Saturday, right? Afternoon. Right. Hey, tomorrow, let's go to the, you know, there's the races and we should skip, you know, and then you skip church and then we could go and have go out to eat with these people go to the races maybe go to the car and she wouldn't like it wasn't like a hard line like you know like make me feel guilty like you're bad for nothing that's what it was was just like this is what this is what i'm doing and committed to yeah but did it like in like i got it like it just finally like it really got to me her conviction her conviction got to me and it made me study because i couldn't figure out like what is it that that what is it that keeps driving her to go and you know what what you know of course people visited us all the time from her church because of what i didn't know of course (laughs) being that young they're like where's your husband probably you know and they'd be like well we're gonna come visit y'all this week (laughs) and i'd be like just talking to them you know and that would not make me change that that wasn't gonna affect me what affected me was my spouse and her love for Christ. Right. And not her verbal, like, but just her love for Christ and seeing it in our child and wanting to be with other Christians. That's what affected me. Right. Now, that may not be the same for everybody. And I'm not saying that I have a soft heart because I don't think I do. But she, 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 she got to, she broke, she wore me down. Mm-hmm. And so I started studying with um, a man, a char- not, not just Charles, really, but I started studying with like, um, a preacher, um, local preacher in Frisco. And we, I think I, I want to say that I was studying with him. Like we studied the Bible, just me and him. But I think I started going to a class that they had called Fishers of Men. Hmm. I want to say I, I, there was a, like a, some of you guys might know about it, but it's like, I think it's kind of older, but it's like called Fishers of Men. And I always thought that was weird because I'm like Fishers of Men. Right. You know, but then I, you know, of course I realized it, but I, I, through that process, I started wanting to become baptized. Like it just hmm. started where I think the Holy Spirit was just working on my heart, and I yeah. did. And um, that was like uh, actually. So Melanie and I were married in '94. I think I was baptized. I want to say it was like October of '99. So it wasn't oh, right wow. away. I mean, I yeah. was. We were. I was. It, and it wasn't like I was fighting it because I was occasionally go. I was going you to the Baptist church. To yeah. And there wasn't any problem. You know, like. Uh, she was she she it was just like her going right and me wanting again to be with her yeah you know and seeing her love of christ and so 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just a maybe I'm just a too easily swayed. Who knows? But I don't think so. But I think that's a, already on some of the episodes I've gotten to do with some folks. That's it's not an uncommon story that uh, that the that you know women are quicker on the uptake. <laughs> Dude, and they're more they're more don't get me solid in their faith. I do want to get you started. Um, women, I mean, women are more. I mean, I've lived almost fifty years. Women are more. They're solid. Yeah. They're, 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 we we men would are listen. This is my theory about men. Okay, mm-hmm. please. We are this di- is the right place We are it. dying. We we are self destructive. Yeah. God knew what He was doing when He gave when he took a rib and gave us a woman right. as a helpmate because we are self-destructive people. Yeah. We would, and you men out there, you tell me if I'm, you tell me if I'm not right when you have, even if you've had these thoughts, we would, we would close ourselves in from other, other people. Mm-hmm. We're not normally ones to go out and be joiners. Are we? If, if, if women aren't, Women bring a joy to the house. Yeah. Women bring a joy to the holidays. Women bring a, 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 a purpose to, you know, in an excitement, even if we act like we're not or frustrated and maybe act like we're, everything's a big deal to them and, and they bring an excitement to everyday life. Whereas right. we are just sort of like, and, and I think what we would do, this is mm. my guess. Yeah. You tell me. Left to our own devices. If left to our own devices with no woman and no helpmate, which God obviously knew we needed way early on. Yeah. Right there at the. I'm pretty sure that we're just be, start. we would self-destruct somehow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, maybe in our own different ways, right? But I'm pretty sure that we would self-destruct, and and you know, we need each other, we need each other so that we can follow Christ and be more Christ-like down here. Yeah. And 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 without women, I'm not sure that that connect. I'm not sure that that. I think they're the link that connects all of us. I think yeah. they're the glue, the sticky stuff, right? That gets us the family going, the, us men going. I, I really do. I really do because. Whether men will admit it or not, if there's a decision going on or some, <coughs> excuse me, they'll run right home and go, what do you think about this? Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't care who you are. You're going to do it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, elders, elders need wives, right? Right. That's biblical. Very. First Timothy. Well, why do you think? Yeah. Because we need a helpmate to bounce things off of. Right. I can't tell you how many times looking back how embarrassed I am at, in our younger marriage life, like in my 20s where I would be so wrong. Hmm. It's almost like being a teenager and looking back and you know you have that moment sometimes some teenagers do when they get when they get a little older. Mm-hmm. They they have that moment where there's this quiet moment and you're riding in the car in the in the you're not really particularly talking about anything remotely close to this but like I had this happen with Austin and I still remember it and I still cherish it. He doesn't even know it. He looked over and said, "Dad, I just want to tell you that I'm very I'm really sorry for 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 and I said I think I said like for what, son?" and for everything that I put you and mom through. Now, for him, he didn't put us through that, anything unnormal, unnatural, or anything that no other person that's raised a rambunctious, you know, wild man right. son. And, yeah. and you know what? That's the spirit that God put in him. I would never want to crush that. Yeah. And, and so, but we had that moment. Well, I think that us men, I've had that moment where I've looked at Melanie and said, like, and now, and as we've gotten older, we've been married, 27 years and I sometimes just go to her I defer to her I know it's just better that way right. and it's not because it, it's not because it's easier it's because I now know and, and you know I don't want her I don't want her job right there's pink jobs and there's blue jobs you know that's biblical right mm-hmm. there it's in there somewhere pink jobs and blue jobs I don't want 
to I over, like that description. I don't want to run, I don't want her pink, give her to tell her how to do the pink jobs. Yeah. And she doesn't want my blue jobs. What would you say is a blue job? I don't know. Holding the remote, Mark Bryson says. Right. I heard that one on Sunday. That's right. No. I mean, a blue job, I mean, you, number one is like the most important one, being the spiritual leader of your household. Yeah. That's a blue job, isn't it? Right. But just down the line a little bit further from that is just to um, be, be a co-parent with her. Like, be involved in, when you have children, like, be involved in the raising and yeah. be intentional about the... Now, not all the time because the kid doesn't want to hear that. Like, no kid does. Right. So don't go crazy on, P on the kid. Don't go yeah. crazy with the talks. They don't want to be serious. A lot of times you can get your point across just joking around, too. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm a master yeah. of that. I would, and if I he would doesn't get so. Justin doesn't get it, then I leave a small little note under his pillow. <laughs> and then if with he doesn't get it from there, the then joke. I take something yeah. away. <laughs> like, you know. I like that. There's a step. There's, it, a, there's step a step by step process. process. But I think, I think we men need to re-engage and make sure that we're not fighting her right. when she's doing her pink jobs. We just don't need to go against and make their job any more difficult than it is. And then she won't go against, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it works. Yeah. And when it doesn't work, when it's broken, like, I think of it, I'm a very visually thinking person, like, I think of it, if you've ever seen a rear differential that has a pinion gear broken off, mm. it's really noisy. Let's say you drive, like, some of you guys out there, if you've ever had, like, a truck or a Suburban or whatever, and the rear differential has gone bad, it starts out making a humming noise. Okay? Right. Oh, this it, is good. I was hoping starts, we get to a little it bit start, of this. Yeah. It starts out making a high-pitched humming noise. Yeah on on a certain speed and then and then if it gets really the the pattern the pattern gets out it'll start making a, a high-pitched humming noise mm. on deacceleration on coast down then you know now if you keep driving it you, you're you're that's that's friction that's right. heat friction is heat yeah. and if you keep causing these troubles then pretty soon a tooth breaks off mm. and if a big chunk of that tooth breaks off then every time that pinion gear, that ring gear and pinion gear mesh together. They don't mesh together so good in that spot. Yeah. And it's ka-chunk, chunk 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 oh, And then pretty man. soon you're broken. Yeah. Beyond repair. Mm -hmm. But if you come to me when it's just whining. Right. When it's just a little low of fluid, let's say. Like you got a, you got a pinion seal leaking. She's got low of fluid and she's just barely started whining. You go, hey, I've been seeing this leak. That, I can fix that. That's right. You can fix it. Yeah. Without, detection. without major without major, you know, breakdown. Right. And I, I liken it that way. Like I try to remember and I try to apologize to her when I'm have, have when I think that, I, well, I mean, even, well, I know cause God puts it on my heart. I don't mm. really have to even think about it. I know when I'm need to apologize to her because I've given her, maybe given her grief or made her life trouble where it's like, we should be working together on something. Like we're remodeling our bathroom right now and I tried to get involved recently. Right. And it's not my, it's not my, it's not anything to do with me really. Right. If she wanted me to, I could do, I could help be involved. It's not right. that, it's not that I won't be, it's just like she's, that's her project right now. Yeah. And I tried to start bossing her like an employee, you know mm. what I mean? Like just give you a small example about the weight house. Now I'm, I'm a pretty good guy usually I think, but I tried to tell her about these cabinets and these cabinet makers and how this ain't going to, and I started doing the measurements myself. And can I tell you something that's embarrassing? Mm. I was way off. I was wrong. I was so wrong. And you know what? As you do that over and over again, it don't hurt so bad because yeah. they, they, they already know it, number right. one. You're not hiding nothing from them. Mm -hmm. You're only hiding it from you. And it's easy for me to realize and go, hey, I'm, so, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to be a day go buyer. I'm going to have to sleep on it. But I'm so sorry. 
you know, I got involved in that deal and I have no idea why. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, man, you know this, sometimes we just don't even know why we're getting involved in getting something stirred up. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't why we do that. But as far as Christ goes, like we should be bringing, making sure that our kids know it's very important to us that we are, you know, they should see us reading our Bible, but not reading it for the sake of reading it. They should see us studying and reading it because we love, you know, like Melanie love going when right. I came. So I think there's a lot of blue jobs. Blue jobs are definitely fixing the car. Blue jobs are definitely protecting your family, uh, you know, helping to make sure that whatever you can assist with at home with her to make, to make sure those gears aren't whining. Right. And you don't want that bread. You want to stay to, you want to keep it going. You know, That's right. one, one person cannot make a relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. That's right. Especially with kids involved. Mm -hmm. Now they can lie to themselves for years and years and years and just keep going and going just because they're very long suffering. Right. But one, eventually that engine's going to blow, man. Mm -hmm. And when she blows, when she blows, Travis, you ain't going to be able to afford to fix it. Yeah. So, cause you didn't get early detection. Well, you didn't pay attention. Do you think that's one of the, you know, one of the things I'm hearing from you is and it's something I can definitely relate to is that idea of like introspection where you look back in the past, even if it's a day or two later or, or like in, or years. in the case of like, you know, you mentioned like being a teenager and going, oh, I'm sorry of all the grief I put you through. By the through. way, have you had that? Oh, I've done that many times. What yeah. you did with your mom and dad where you had that moment where you go, I'm sorry for that. I thought of something like a week ago where I was like, man, I would, I need to like, but you just do, tell them you should do it. I haven't found a way to bring it up yet, but just even more, more than that, just to say, thank you. Would Th you like hey, to thank do you that for, now? I, I'd like to say thank you, mom and dad for, for not, uh, It'll not come giving back up on me. Yeah. It'll come back around. That's right. No, but I like that because I think, you know, <clears throat> if, you know, one of the things that, that you're saying that I'm, I'm definitely finding more and more as I get older is guys, we're a little bit slower on the uptake. Sometimes we're doing things and we don't even know why we're doing them. Mm -hmm. And if you asked us in the moment, we wouldn't come up with a good reason. Uh, we're just doing it. And then it's only in that process of looking back where you go, oh man, I'm really glad that there were people that didn't give up on me, that there were people that- Oh God, maybe, people may gave up, yeah. yeah. People- I, I just can't even, I just can't even yeah. imagine where I would be. Right. I just can't even imagine. And you know, great story is, Mom and daughter are sitting there for Easter Sunday, and they're going to get started baking the ha uh, ham. Mm -hmm. Start on Saturday. Naturally. Right? Because when they get home from church, they want it to be ready. So Easter Sunday, everybody's coming over. First thing they do, mom, daughter, you know, teenage daughter or younger daughter's watching her mother, going to help her this year. And she takes the ham out of the uh, wrapping. Uh, I like to call it the burla as a burlap bag. I like to think of it as a burlap bag, you know, right. honey baked ham or something. Yeah. And she immediately takes the biggest butcher knife they have and cuts off both ends of the ham mm -hmm. and puts it in the pan and puts it in the oven and throws the two piece in pieces away. And the daughter thinks to go, hey, um, mom, why did you cut off the two ends of the ham? And the mom says, you know, I don't know. My mom, your grandmother always did it that way. Let's call her. Yeah. They call the grandmother. She says, um, because I didn't have a big enough pan when I was raising you kids, I, so I had, I wow. cut up, you see? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's how traditions get passed. That's how down. traditions get passed. <laughs> <laughs> and look at all that ham we've wasted. I know. You know? Could have had some crispy we hams. We could have been, I mean, that's like, you know, lunch sandwiches next week, whatever, that's right. you know? So, that's right. yeah, I think, I think we get hung up on stuff like that. And, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, not coming, one of the things I, I don't know if you wanted to go in this direction or not, is um, just 
get this mic in here. Yeah. Um, is that like, it's, it's really funny. When you don't grow up in the church, I've seen some traditions cause trouble, right, already. And right. if you've been around long enough, you've seen it anyway. Mm -hmm. Because it wouldn't matter what church you were going to because, because pride and ego get in the way, which is mm -hmm. what ultimately causes, right? Yeah. Satan causes the, probably stirs it up and keeps it going. But like right. pride and ego is usually what gets it started, right? And so... If you've been around the church a long time, you've seen like where people, you know, it's just like there's conflict and strife among members where there should be zero, mm -hmm. right? And so, and usually, usually, I'm not saying every time because I haven't been around as long as other people, usually it's around um, trying to bind those traditions on mm -hmm. other people that aren't, you know, it's really not, yeah. you know, scriptural type deals. Right. And I think the way that we handle that is we love those people and there's a whole process, you know, to go to your brother. And I think I definitely believe in that because yeah. it's scriptural and it, I think it works. I think God has a plan for it. And I think, you know, I, there's been a lot of times where, you know, my wife has helped me through things like that. That's our helpmate thing. Again, we're like, you know, you want, you want to do something that you would have never, you would, you, I don't, we don't, men, we don't think of things to say that are good sometimes. Mm. Women do. We don't think of the angles. Right. Women seem to grow up with these, with these, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but women, like, they think different thing, differently than we do. Yeah, oh, and, I've and, noticed. And, you know, it's brilliant, really, honestly, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, I, I don't get the social angles that, that they get, Yeah. you know? Mm. And I'm like, well, why shouldn't I say that? And she'll go, well, because... And I haven't, I'm so stupid, right? Like that's when we go, we're so dumb. I didn't even think that how that could hurt, you yeah. know, how that could oh, even that's affect, interesting. you know what I'm saying? Do you think some of that has to do with, you know, like black and white thinking? Because I think that's pretty typical. I just think it's, you, I think, yeah. I we're mean, not for good sure. multitaskers. Uh, no, no, no. I think, I we think don't like women holding. aren't, I think women aren't good at directions. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> They're not good. Go <laughs> and I think, I think, I think we have spiritual gifts and they have sure. spiritual gifts. And I don't think either one are better than the other, no. as I've learned. I think life is beautiful with those two together as right. one. And like as you said, you need mate. both. Exactly. Yeah. Now, do we get frustrated with each other? Absolutely. Sure. She'll be the, I mean, she may not admit this, but like, she, she, she won't give me the next turn or two coming up. She likes to give it to me, you know, as it comes. I would like to have it, you know. You'd like to get it in your schedule. Well, I'd like to know the next turn a few miles down the road before. Right. So, hey, so I'll like make the turn, you know, I'll say turn right on mm -mm -mm. Mm -hmm. and I'll make the turn and I'll go, I'll go, okay, what's coming up next? And she'll go, uh, hold on now. We're not there yet. Like, well, uh, could I have it? You know, those are some of right. the things. Cause if you get it ahead of time, then you can start thinking of the shortcut you're going to take. Well, maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's what she thinks because yeah. I have done foolish things. Like oh that. yeah. That I could be, that could be, but Honestly, I bring that up, but really, honestly, they just think different than we do. And I yeah. think both together is beautiful. It works great. Yeah. It works awesome if you're both supporting each other and, 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 and you're both doing it like where you're not lording over her, but you're the head of the family and the head of the, you know, you're the head of, you know, spiritual leader. She is helping you because she, she loves what you're doing. And right. it's not hard. It, you don't even think of those. You don't even think of it in those terms. It's just... It's just happening. You right. know what I mean? And, and I think over the years, you know, you're going to go through these kind of deals where you kind of like, you know, you just have, you just come up, life isn't as, as straight line as you would think it would be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that. 
I don't know if you realize that it's not a straight line as you think it would be. Yeah. You know, you get, you get kind of hills and valleys. Sometimes. You get some hills and valleys. And yeah. I think that you can help each other through like when one is having, you know, a, a valley, the other one can bring you back up, you know, and vice versa. And I right. think if you stick with it long term, yeah. you know, don't cut bait and run these kids these yeah. days, these kids. Well, I think that's something, you know, you were, talked about traditions and how we sometimes trip over those kind of things and then black and white thinking that maybe we guys can get into a little too easily. One of the things you made me think of, um, in fact, that my dad and I talked about, I like to reference the other podcasts as often as I can. Do a callback. Uh, Jay Wade, 1972. That's right. Get me on the gram. Just in case you want to get on the gram. Um, but my dad and I were talking about this uh, in the congregation that uh, I grew up in that we attended in Michigan. There were a lot of, and I think this is pretty typical of, of churches a, across the world, there's a lot of older women whose husbands either had passed on or they didn't attend. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, one of the things I saw that was so cool to see over the years was when even in you know older couples, their husbands start to attend at some point. Oh, yeah. And it was purely out of that, mm-hmm. like you described with you and Melanie in your early part of your marriage, that it, was, it wasn't, you got to come to church with me. No, 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 you're coming. We have a kid now. We're, you're com- it was modeling the behavior until finally the guy's sitting there scratching his head going, maybe I should pick we're up really, on this. We're really slow on the uptake, <laughs> yeah, dude. We yeah. are so slow on the uptake sometimes. And I think like you were talking about, like that, in that is some gray area where you got to trust God. Where you got to try, because I, you know, you got to imagine that, you know, ladies are thinking, when are they going to get it? When are they going to get it? Should I just go ahead and say, no, you're coming. I'm going to, I'm going to force my hand here. And, and instead you see this long suffering, you see this modeling of behavior that eventually results in the spirit working with, you know, on, on somebody's heart. And it just might not be in the timing that, that we want it to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, you know, that saying like, let go and let God, you know, Mm um, I I think that they're really good at that. They're, Mm -hmm. they're, they, you know, we so so I'll give you I'll give you a great example. How do how do men shop? I'm just going to ask you a question. How do men typically shop as you understand it? If you were to go to the mall for uh, 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 slacks or trousers, okay. how do we shop? Well, I, first of all, I'm not asking anybody for their help. I'm not asking for where the slacks are. I'll find the slacks when I'm good. And, and if ready. they even come up to you and say, uh, yeah. Are you looking for anything in particular? No. What do we say? I'm just browsing. I'm browsing around, and I'll let you know. Which, I can find you. Sometimes which, in I'll some even, sense, is not true because I do know I'm there true. for slacks. It's never true. Yeah. We're never in fact, I don't know that I've ever browsed. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of the three or four okay. things that I'm looking for. I totally agree so far. Yeah. So then, uh, and then I'm after that. Once I do find the slacks, how many stores are you going to go to? One. And once I find the slacks, I'm going to. I'm going to pick them as quickly as possible. Um, it's usually not until I get home that I start questioning the fit uh, or how it hangs, yeah. as they say, yeah, the, in the, the biz, hang. in the I know, business. Yeah. I know the, 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 the apparel business. Yeah. And so sometimes there is a process of trial and error to get the right slacks. But you're not. No, we're not going to involve anybody else in it. Absolutely not. No. I don't want to do the turn. I don't want to do the twirl. And I don't want you yeah. making a spectacle, laying out pants and going oh, into, no. That's, in front that of other people. That would be mortifying. And I, I think so. And but if, so if you've ever shopped with, with like my experience shopping with, with you know, I've raised yeah. a girl. It takes longer. It takes longer because they want to make sure that 
they want to make sure that they're getting number one. They're going to get. Well, they want to make sure they understand all of their cho available choices. They'll say things like, "If you don't love it in the store, you're never going to wear it outside the store," which is not something I would ever consider. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, it's very true. It. I've got a whole yeah. lot of shirts I could give you right now that are yeah. in my house. Yeah. But women, though, like they want. Like it's very important for them to understand that they get all of their choices. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know. You haven't, you don't have a wife yet, but they want to know all their choices. If something, a piece, if some, if they're shopping for something special, they want to know all of their choices, which means you are going to go to every store right. where they may sell that item, right? You and me are sitting out there on by the mannequins. No, no, yeah. not no, if you don't have kids yet. If it's just oh, you and her, you, you have two to be are kind of together. Hovering over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you, she is going to, then she's going to go down the checklist like we do. The price, the mm -hmm. the 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 color, does it meet the needs? Blah blah blah. And then basically try. She's going to try it on to, and before she comes home. And basically, you guys are going to go to like 18 or diff different stores, and she's going to she's going to buy the one that she saw at the first store. Usually, yeah, it's been my experience. Now, all of the other work is to confirm that that is validated. Mm -hmm. That first one, and and that and that used to bother me. It does. I get it now. I just didn't never understood it. Yeah. And so my point was like we the way the way that we come to Christ, men wise, men are so much different than women. Yeah. We we're gonna we because we we hunt and gather differently. We shop differently. We right. we think differently. I don't want your help. I, I want to be independent. I don't and that's not being raised that way. That's like God put that in us, yeah. you know. And um, but also He put in us self um, awareness to where we know if we know this about ourselves. Yeah, it just might be a older, little bit delayed. It might be a little bit delayed. But yeah, if we know right. that if we get some self awareness, maybe look in the mirror a little bit, we realize okay, like. I had a few blind spots, mm -hmm. you know, and I still have some blind spots right. and I'm going to work on them when I can, Yeah, if I can, you know, and, and try to realize them. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, we, we have to try to come to Christ and understand that when we let the spirit work, instead of us trying to go out and fix it, mm. that was my point. Like we, as men want, we have a, pro you've never raised a girl before, but if you ever do, they will say stuff that if they're having some uh, issue, a problem, let's just mm -hmm. say there's a problem. Let, let, uh, who knows what it is? Let's just call it like uh, something about a dance, not getting right, the right person. Who knows? And they're upset because a group of friend, one group of friends might be going into this area, to this restaurant beforehand, and they didn't right. get invited with this. That happens a lot. And so you come up with, a, with like what you find as a, a way to fix the problem, to mitigate mm -hmm. the, 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 and you go, well, why don't you just drive separately and go da da and da, da. Right. or come up with some nonsense, right? Like, uh, uh, like a lot, like, but that makes them more mad you find because, and, and exasperated and, and yeah. because, because it took me so long to realize they don't want you, if they tell you a problem, mm -hmm. usually it's because they just need a sounding board, a listening board. They, they're, they've already thought of a, a thousand ways to, that's not the, that's not the right. point. They're trying to tell you, they're trying to share with you and they just need you to like keep your mouth shut and be a good listener. Right. And it, and I'm still not a good listener, but like I'm trying and I try to remember that. And it's not just with girls, it's our boys too. We just need to be a good, especially with boys though, you need to be, you need to catch it fast because you're not going to get a real good chance if they want to tell you something. Not the most forthcoming of mm -mm. creatures. Yeah. Mm -mm. You can't trust them one bit. No. You don't trust teenage boys one bit. Not one bit. Mm-hmm.
yeah. That's a, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've, always, I've always thought that my, my brother is about to have a son. That's and right. I, you're going to be an uncle. I'm going to be an uncle. Yeah. Uh, and I was thinking about my brother having a son and how there's a there you know a particular challenge in having a son for a dad is oh i i know exactly what kind of no good scoundrel this guy is naturally going to be mm. you know and that that's a little bit of a painful realization that that you're going to have to contend with that as a as a dad oh you mean like um so like when they hit dating stage or marriage like sure like, or just all throughout you, you know like, like the other like the yeah. like if the, let's just like like somebody wanted to date Haley and like Somebody, right. some, and I'm like, yeah. I immediately, I'm just like on the outs right there. Looking for your shotgun. Mm -hmm. But you know. <laughs> just for safety. Just for safety. It, you know, honestly, honestly, yes, because you judge it by how you were, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And that's not always true, is it? Right. Because people are as individualistic that's right. as the day is long. That's right. Yeah. Maybe you're just feeling guilty about how you were oh, a no good dirty scoundrel running the roads out there in Burbank, 100%. California or something like that. You know you what I'm know, saying? You know the Burbank. <laughs> the Burbank. Burbank, days. just craziest, <laughs> craziest place in the world. It's funny because Burbank is such a family town for California. <laughs> I'm like, where are you at in California? Let's go meet for a bur Yeah. I'm in Burbank. I'm like, dude, you're not married and you're 22. You're in these <laughs> like idyllic doing? houses and yeah. Very good. It's all Panera bread and, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Panera's a, you got to have a good Panera around. Well, but. you know, I think this was uh, just a good way to wrap it up. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, what did we not? Well, and I did, you brought up Burbank. <laughs> and I did want to say, when I was living in California years ago, hadn't been to McDermott, you know, more than visiting in the last couple years. And then you guys were going out there for vacation. And I always thought it was really nice that you guys reached out and, and, and Melanie got me over there to, to have burgers with you guys one yeah, day. That was, was really cool. that was for That was really for Ruth and Brian, though, not for you. That's fair. That's you know, all right. Because we love your mom and dad. Yeah, you want to check in on me. I want to check in on you and make yeah. sure you weren't, you know, you know, just going crazy Burbank. Right. And, and I remember somebody, it was either you or Melanie, said, your, your, your color looks good. Like I think that would have been Melanie. Yeah, you're eating good food, I wouldn't you're drinking know, enough I wouldn't water. Notice those Probably kind of wasn't, but, you know. But I just feel like, I just felt like I really, and, and I still am. Yeah. If you want to have a moment of real, I'm pulling for you still. Thank you don't you. have to be in Burbank to do what you were doing. That's right. And I'm still pulling for you because I want to come with you. Right. When you, well, that's what this is all I'm gonna about. I'm going to be your manager. The, the tide raises all ships, as they say. They do say that? Yeah, they do say that. They also say when the top goes down, the price goes up. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> You, you don't watch. But if I get some, if you don't I watch a, car auctions. The, no, the, I when don't. The price go, when the well, top in a couple goes, hours, I'll be introspective, and then I'll get back yeah, to when this the part of the goes, conversation. When the yeah. price, when the top goes down, the price goes up. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Which well, doesn't have anything to do with you finishing, you know, and making it big. Yeah. You know? So I think um, I was wondering if a good way to. I mean, this is not my show. I don't know if you know this about me, but like, I was re, I was, I used to be on a very successful podcast show. Oh, um, should we promote that? I don't know. I, I, I think mean, people. I, I think I, it's well worth people diving into the archives. You want to? You, well, you before we do that, though, I want to hear something really sad about me. What? Sometimes I go back and I listen to those shows. I do too. And I laugh my head off. Yeah. And I wonder, what happened? <laughs> I do. I'm not. I, I, I laugh my head off, and I go, I go. This was a very successful show that that I yeah. sold. Why did I know? Why did you sell it? I don't, well, because for the measly other, 250. Because, because my co-host, um, 
you know, ran off on who me. Who shall not be named. Who will shall not be named. We'll just name his IG in the margins. <laughs> and, and he ran off, and so I had no choice but to sell the show. I know. And, but I'll tell you, this one, I'm tell you something. The No Man's Land This podcast. one feels very comfortable. This, this yeah. whole. We've even got the red chairs. This and, whole deal that we're doing right here, yeah. this feels great. This Thank feels you. great. And I think that, I think through this, are you going to write like something about it? Do you think? Like, I think, book? you know, I, I thought of, uh, I thought of a book idea. I want to call it something like outlaw Christians or, mm. or yeah, the Christian outlaw or something like that. It would be, uh, a collection of essays of, of conclusions I've gotten to come to with guests like yourself on this podcast, poet poems that I write, uh, about, uh, you know, I'm a Christian, write, you know, I write poems. Too. Do you really? Yeah. I do. Well, I'm I not going to put you on the spot to read one, but well, I, I would I mean, love I to read so them myself. Well, I just so happen to have one right here. Well, I, I'd be happy to do it. Let's please. see if I can find one. Uh, uh, I would love that. Because I think that, yeah, I, I think <clears> that <throat> the ultimate goal of this podcast is for me to garner information and then share it um, in perhaps a form that, that more people would be. Uh, would be able to digest. No, I write a lot of uh, sad. Let, let me get a good one for I you. I think poems often are sad, so that's all right. It's a sad genre. Let's see if I can find one. Here, here's one that I like to remember. This is more of a poem slash song. Mm-hmm. And um, this one is sort of about when um, Melanie and I were dating. Mm-hmm. She, she and I would, this is blasphemy maybe, but she and I would, would, would line, go line dancing. Oh, line dancing was yeah. very popular in the, you know, maybe you've heard about it's not this. something we want to promote in, in no, this particular. I would not, not normally, not normally, but it was good, clean, fun, honestly. Yeah. And, and I have no like rhythm or anything as far as that. But the line really? dancing you in the 90s. Me. Anyway, we would go to this. Pla- anyway, let's see if I, let's see if I can read you this one. This is not the one that's going to go at Haley's wedding. Probably not. Probably not. Unless there's should, unless yeah. some people call for an encore after the one. <laughs> yeah. It starts out, two roads converged in a yellow wood. Oh, I like this. You got me. <laughs> that's because that's not my poem. <laughs> that's somebody else. That's, that's all right. Sometimes, sometimes you take some Frostian <laughs> phrases and, you, and you, you use them to intro to get people sucked in. I do. I do do that. I'm not, I'm not willing to share that one. Hold on a minute. That's, that's a... Uh, uh, Melanie's going to kill me for this one. Let's see. Short story idea. Uh, uh, whisper. How about I remember? I remember. I remember the day I started kindergarten. This one's called I remember. Okay. I remember the day that I started kindergarten. Uh, you were proud of me. I know this because you took extra time buying and ironing my clothes for the first day of school. You took my picture in front of the school and sent it to both grandmothers back in Texas. I remember the time that you and I spent together Mm. going to and from hockey practice. The weather was very dark. The weather was very cold. You love me, and I know this because I witnessed your cold and sometimes bleeding fingers tying the laces to my skates as trying to get them as tight as the other dads. I never saw you cry or complain. The other kids had dads there to drive them and lace up their skates. My dad worked nights often the only mom in the rink, and you never seemed embarrassed or intimidated. I remember it was you who picked me up from school early on my 16th birthday, and you let me stay home 
And then, and I drove, and you and I drove together to take my first driving test in Dad's Bronco II. I remember you took me to lunch in Minneapolis. I could tell that you loved me and were so proud of me to see me start a new phase in my life. And then it goes on from there. It's about my mom. I love that. That's a beautiful yeah. ode to mom. It's sort of mom. unfinished. It's still a, kind of an ode to my mom. I love that. Some of the times that like maybe moms don't get the recognition that they deserve yeah. or maybe don't realize what we as kids remember. What we appreciate about them. But we them. appreciate and remember later yeah. in life that they had done for us. And it sort of goes unspoken. Maybe yeah. I should change the name from uh, um, I Remember to Unspoken. I like that. So. Anyway, well, we'll, uh, we'll share some poetry. So we we will do it like off that. the air. I like. I'll that. show you some of we'll my. Put it in the, we'll put it in the notes of the of the podcast. Yeah. We'll put it. Maybe we can write yeah. a short uh, a storybook together. I'm. You know, I'm always in. I'll you do name the illustrations. The you do the writing. I like it. Okay. Let's do it. Thanks right. for coming on the podcast, okay. Jay. Till next time. Till next Jay time. Jay Wade, 1972, on Instagram. Check out Off the Rails, the archives. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Off the Rails was the podcast that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That you had with that person. It's very painful still to talk about. I didn't know it was going to hit me like that. Everyone you never know until you're under up. the lights. It snuck up on me. Yeah. It did. Um, but uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for and, coming uh, on, I'd love Jay to come Wade. back sometime, tell you part two of my story. I, I think we need to. I'm going to digest this. I'm going to get some more information from other guests, <laughs> and then I'm going to have new questions for you when you know, we come you might, back. You might think about, in the meantime, having Melanie only bef- right, you know, before my part two, because yeah. it might, the, p- the patchwork... You know, get some of her perspective on her perspective what went down. is much different than mine yeah i would imagine yeah <laughs> she's been trying to get away from me for 27 years and I was <laughs> just kidding that's not true oh man well, okay thank well you. thank you very much do we shake thank hands you. or do we, we can do... shake hands we can we pose do... for a quick photo op oh oh wait i don't i didn't know we were going to do that Hold yeah on. we can, we can we just, just stand. and then that's a photo i didn't know that my light was on like that too that's